Welcome into this carrier update. I'm Tony Moby, joined by Donnie Gilbert. Donnie, going to start our week off by looking at what's going on in the diesel market. Obviously, you've seen some good things at the retail side. Still a little upward pressure at the rack price, though, but it's not maybe enough to drive any stalling out of that rack price yeah, yet. So we see it down to $4.29 per gallon. And that's still... It's been falling, like I say, at, a, at around a half a cent per gallon. It's been very slow, very slow over the weekend. That's because we popped back up just a little bit here on the rack side. And it hasn't been increasing a lot, but it's still, it's it's not going down. Yep. So now these station these station owners are like, you know, hey, let's hold up. And I'm sure they're waiting on this to start really trickling back down before they really kind of cut this back open to a penny a gallon or even more per day in, in, the, in its dropping. But if this continues to increase then we're not going to see this start to fall. <clears throat> Pull up here the next chart here, and this is our spread here. And our spread is still very healthy at $1.44. Mm-hmm. So there's room that for this to go down some, maybe about $0.10, cents, maybe $0.15 cents a gallon uh, before they start pushing those rates back up. But they're holding and seeing what's going to happen here because, as you said before, this can turn around really quick. This can drop $0.12, cents, $0.15 cents overnight. Yeah. And... Uh, and here, station owners will, at that point, start pushing their prices back yeah, up. Yeah, I'm going to go back one and bring this chart back up just to show why it can change so rapidly, sure. right? You look at the rack price. I mean, you were what? two? Look at where we were, 310. We're talking, what, two weeks? We went from 310 to 360. But in this gap, in a one-week span, we're talking a 20-plus cent change. And a lot of that happened in one day. Yeah, right? And this so, is also how diesel was going down. Yeah. So it went up, and as that, that went down, that can really the, uh, the have spread a goes huge, yeah, effect on that on that um, exactly. Split. And then you see the effects of it a few days later, right? That rapid increase on their price. It takes a little bit of time before you really see it hit the retail side. It's not necessarily an overnight occurrence, but it's something to pay attention to because ultimately it does lead especially with prices as high as they are right now. Okay. It does lead it. it maybe, maybe not as maybe severe. Tomorrow, maybe we'll try to bring up some seasonality on the rack price mm-hmm. and see how maybe years ago it wasn't quite so volatile Volatiles. as what we're seeing right now. And this is something that maybe people may not understand that are, that are newer to, to logistics, yep. is all this volatility in the rack price is really what can affect where, of course, they want that spread to be. Yep. Like when they want to start pushing that, when they want to start pushing rates back up, is it here at $1.35, is it $1.20, or where we were used to it being around that 90 to 110 mark. Yeah, and that's where you can see, if you look at it on that seasonality, if you take out that volatility, it's smooth. the movements probably are a lot smoother. and It makes buying fuel, that decision, I mean, it's important, but maybe not as important as it is now, because when you're buying fuel, especially if you're paying retail prices, market to market can be drastically different and understanding where to fuel up is the difference in maybe being profitable on on a lane versus losing money on a lane if you yeah. if you fuel up in the wrong location and, and as we kind of talked about at the end of the year it can be about five to seven thousand dollars difference over an entire year mm-hmm. of extra money spent on fuel if you're buying in the wrong markets mm-hmm. and of course that's right off the top that's that could have been five to seven thousand dollars of pure profit yep all right, let's check out see what's going on with our NTI. So I brought up both our NTID, which is the daily, and our uh, reefer uh, contracted rates. So 
Look at the NTF daily. We're at 233. We've had our ups and downs. This is last weekend where it dropped down and dropped back up. Uh, we've gone through the week here. Not a pretty, whole lot of change. Pretty stable. The really? last three or four days has been that 234, 233, 234. So, yeah, we've been pretty stable. And I don't want to use the word stable because it's just a few days. Yeah. Um, we're waiting for the surprise. Something's going to happen. I mean, stable in relative to some of these other moves that we've seen really since the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. Where we see every day is an up and down five or six cent swing. But yeah, and we now we look at this. This has been a lot more stable up until here recently. Here we went through about a month with these rates kind of staying real close together. Mm-hmm. Then we saw them push up just a little bit before the end of March. Uh, and of course, they dropped down here. Not, and this is a lot more aggressive than really what it shows. You know, we're, we're within, you know, 10 cents here. And they've kind of pushed back up. But, you know, that's why a lot of people are kind of saying the, the market's been kind of stabilizing because these contracted rates where we thought they're probably maybe falling faster have been kind of within a 10, 15 cent range uh, over the past uh, 45 days. Yep. Uh, but we need to keep it out. We see our, you know, overall, our uh, spot rates are still headed down slowly. And we expect this to follow a little bit, but, you know, both of them have actually reacted a lot slower than what we expected. Absolutely. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for this update. Right now, we'll hand it over to Kaylee Nix. 